Shavuot welcome to Shabbos Nun Zayin, page 57, as we begin a new parak by Matt Yisha. In the last parak, we were talking about things that animals are allowed to carry on Shabbos outside, having to do with the issue of mechamer, of having your animal carry for you, or perhaps things that might fall off, and a concern that maybe you might pick them up and carry them four cubits in Rosh Hashanah. And now we start talking about things that humans are allowed to carry or are not allowed to carry. And actually, the first Mishnah is... All the things in the first Mishnah are things, are article, jewelry, women's jewelry, and things that women put in their hair. And they have to do with things that really on a biblical level you could walk out on Shabbos because it's not caring. It's simply different ornaments that she has in her hair, things to keep her hair together, uh, or jewelry. But there's a concern, and we're going to have different concerns that we're going to see, but they're all rabbinic concerns. And that's why the Mishnah says for all these things, if you violate them, it's patr aval asr. You're not allowed to do it, but you will not be liable for a chata. So what are these things? First of all, a woman can't go with strands of wool, of linen, or leather strands in her hair that are tying her hair together until she would, um, and furthermore, on a secondary rule, she cannot go to the mikvah with these things unless she lo- loosens them. Um, now the Gemara is going to ask, well, what's the connection between the mikvah issue and Shabbos issue? And the Gemara says, because it's totally related. The reason she can't walk with these strands, it sounds like a far-right idea, but maybe she's going to be walking around. She's going to remember she has to go to the mikvah. And if she has to go to the mikvah, then she might end up having to loosen these things in order to be able to go to the mikvah. And then she might come to carry it four cubits, four amos in the Rishos Harabim. The Gemara goes on and says that she also can't have frontlets and, and, and different kinds of uh, uh, headbands uh, if, they're not, um, if they're not really tied down tightly. Um, but we all are also going to say in the Gemara that if these things are attached to a hat, then it's not a problem because she's not going to take off the hat in the Rosh Hashanah. That would be, I guess, immodest. So therefore, we don't have to worry. But if it's not attached to the hat, then it would actually be a, a, a problem. Um, and also, she can't walk out with a ring, even if it does not have a signet. Now, if it has a signet, then she can't walk out. And it's a biblical violation because then she's just carrying the signet from one place to another through the medium of the ring. And that would be a violation of Otsal. But even if it doesn't, it's pure jewelry. It's still a concern, again, that she might show her friends. Uh, and similarly, if there's a needle that she has that she's just wearing as jewelry, it's a rabbinic concern that she might show it. But if it has a hole in it so it's functional, it can be used to sew, then it's actually a biblical uh, uh, violation. Uh, the Gemara, um, first of all, talks about why we talk about tefillah, as I mentioned before, that the whole issue is actually related, that things that you now, that are a chatzita, that are considered a, a separation between the body and the water for mikvah purpose, would not be allowed to walk around with uh, Shabbos. But then the Gemara does go on, have, has uh, further discussions, and talks about, um, talks about uh, let's say if you had strands, instead of being in here, let's say they were around the neck. So if they're holding up, let's say they're being used to hold up her shirt or her garment, they're just so she has it tied around her neck with some sort of a string to hold it up, then the halacha is, um, since a woman would not want, she wouldn't want to choke herself, she would certainly leave a little space between her neck and the string that's around her neck, and therefore the water would get in, and therefore it's not a problem with mikvah. And if it's not a problem for mikvah, for a chatzitza, then it's not a problem with Shabbos. However, the Gemara says, as we turn to the Amun Beis, that if it's like a choker necklace, if that's why she has it around, then actually she dafka, she specifically would want it very tight. 
She would actually choke herself. She wants to look like she has like a double chin, like she has a few extra pounds, because actually in the ancient world, that would be a sign of beauty. Um, so she would want to show that she actually had a little bit more weight than she did. So therefore, she would choke herself. A very interesting cultural idea there. Anyways, the Gemara goes on and says that when you're dealing with Chute Seyer, Rabbi Yehuda says, and it seems that the Tanakhama agrees, that, that strands of hair would not be a chatitza. Everyone agrees on that. Um, because the water is going to be able to get through. And Rabbi Huda disagrees with Tanakam, and he says that's even true about strands of of wool in the hair. Um, the Gemara goes on and says, what is totefes, this frontlet? So one opinion is it's like uh, there's a charm, and it's actually a necklace that has a charm around it. The Gemara says, well, if that's the case, then it's like a kamiya. And we said that if you have a kamiya, an, an amulet that actually works, it's not a problem with Hassan Shabbos. It shouldn't either be a problem on Shabbos. And the Gemara ends up saying, no, it's just a... Uh, kind of like a, um, uh, it's actually in the hair, and it's actually something which is on the forehead, some sort of, uh, something that goes from the ear to the ear, but it's more like a hair piece. Um, and the Gemara says that poor women would have these out of color, colored, and wealthy ones would have them out of gold, but bottom line is they were actually uh, uh, hair things. Okay, um, then the Gemara goes on and says some sort of a, what's called a kavul, which is the question if this is a sign some sort of a sign that a woman is a slave or a man is a slave, that's a problem because you might take it off on Shabbos. But others say it's a kippah tzal shemer, shemer, it's a woolen cap worn under the hat, and uh, question if that would be a problem of carrying on Shabbos. Anyways, we will stop over here for Daphne and Zayn and continue tomorrow with Daphne and Chet.